Welcome to the Effective Church Leaders Podcast, where we help church and ministry leaders find answers to their questions so they can be better informed, better equipped, and lead more effectively. We are your hosts, Becky and Carrie Holton. Well, hon, let's jump right in. What is the question we want to talk about today? Well, we are really continuing to answer a question that one of our listeners, a church leader, asked recently. What is the role of elders? This podcast is actually number three in this series. In episode 96, we talked about the role of elders. In our last episode, number 97, we examined what the Bible had to say about the role of shepherds. And in this episode, we want to discuss their work as overseers. Right. And listeners, when we talk about elders and shepherds and overseers in the first century churches, we're talking about the same office in the church. Those three terms refer to the same role or the same office. We mentioned this in our last episode, episode, I believe, where all three terms, elder, shepherd, and overseer, are used in the same context in Acts 20 and also 1 Peter 5. In Acts 20, for example, Paul asked the elders of the church in Ephesus to meet him in Miletus. When they met him there, he says of them that they are to keep watch over the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made them overseers to shepherd the church of God is what he said. So in that passage, actually, all three terms are used and they refer to the same office or the same role. That's right. And you know, hon, just here, I think it might be a good time for a little Greek lesson. What do you think? Does that excite you? Are there baklavas involved? <laughs> Afraid not. <laughs> well, hold me back, Greek lexicon <laughs> breath. Let's go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, when our English translation Bibles use the word elder, they are translating the, he- the Greek word presbyteros. I almost said Hebrew word. It's the Greek word. New Testament well, is Well, that written. would have thrown me forever in uh, 19 right. years. Okay. Uh, for our listeners who may not know, the New Testament, of course, was written in the Greek language. And that word that is often translated elder is the Greek word presbyteros. Presbyteros. Right. Okay. That's the Greek word that is translated elder in our English Bibles. And you might think of the Presbyterian church. You hear presbyteros yeah, and presbyterian. Yeah, well, uh, their organizational structure of ruling and teaching elders uh, derives from that term presbyteros. Okay. Then the second Greek word that refers to elders is poimen. That's the word that is translated pastor or shepherd in our English Bibles. The word pastor is of Latin derivation, but our English word shepherd may communicate more to us than the word pastor. Anyway, the Greek word from which we get our word shepherd is poimen. So, albuterol and tomain refer to the same office? Uh, <laughs> pre, repeat pre, after me. Presbyteros, presbyteros and poimen. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, they do refer to the same office. They, those are words that really, I was kidding and cutting up a little bit. Those are words we don't use very often, of course, because they're Greek words, but... That does help to hear what those words really mean I hope when so. we're searching for what this means as far as yeah. leaders. Well, I do think there's value in hearing these Greek words and learning where our English words come from. Right. I mean, especially for leaders who want to imitate the leadership of the New Testament, it's helpful to know what those words are. Well, they're not part of our common day vernacular. Right. So it really is important to hear about this, even though I was cutting up about it. 
because it informs what el- what elders, leaders, shepherds do. Exactly. So. Exactly. Well, there's one more word that I'd like for us to talk about. Okay. Take, take a deep breath. I need, I, need, I need to write these words down. <laughs> well, the third Greek word that refers to the office of elder is the word episkopos. Oh. Yeah. Now, you hear a particular religious right. denomination, don't you, in mm-hmm. that word, don't you? Yes. It's the Episcopal Church. And, right. And they took their name from this Greek word, and it refers to their structure or organization. They are led or governed by overseers or superintendents. Oh, and by the way, in in older translations, uh, this word episkopos is often translated bishop. Oh, okay. I remember that from older translations. Yeah, Uh so this word episkopos can be translated overseer or supervisor or bishop. And this is what we're talking about today, the role of elders as overseers or bishops. I'm sure you were beginning to wonder if we would ever get to this point after we went into the weeds on the Greek language, right? Yes, I took an alivert. That's a Greek word for allergy medicine. Oh. <laughs> I'm just messing with you I, I because this is good for us to do. And, and let's get into this. Let's look at some of the passages in the New Testament that refer to elders as overseers, these words that you've been um, informing us about. And again, to our listeners, this may seem like a lot. It may sound like we're going deep into the weeds, but it's important if we're trying to follow the New Testament. That's right. It's just good to understand more about this vital vital role that many people, you know, wonder what in the world they're supposed to do when they take on this really big role. All of my past Greek teachers would be glad to hear you say that. (laughs) Anyway. Well, bless their hearts. As we said, the word episkopos means overseer or supervisor. And by the way, that is the definition from Bauer's third edition Greek English lexicon. You're not making this up. No, I, I'm not making this up. Uh, this this is for real. So we find this word, for example, in Philippians chapter 1 and verse 1, where Paul opens his letter to the Philippian church by greeting all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi with the bishops and deacons. So joining that term with deacons surely shows that these were two offices in the early church. Yeah, it really does. And and the word is used as well in Acts 20, 28, right? Where right. Paul says, keep watch over yourselves and over all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Again, Paul is addressing the elders of the church in Ephesus, and he calls them overseers. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact, too, that Paul acknowledges that the Holy Spirit made this appointment. Isn't that interesting? Very interesting. Uh, those early Christians believed in the leadership of the Holy Spirit and the decisions that they made, and so, so should we. So should we. That's yeah. another whole podcast, I think. But yeah. Anyway, I, I really like that. And and let's remind our listeners that this word, episkopos, is used in 1 Timothy 3, verses 1 and 2, and in Titus chapter 1 and verse 7. You know, we, we have often referred to these passages as giving the qualifications or the qualities of elders, but the word that Paul uses is the word episkopos, or overseer. In 1 Timothy 3, Paul writes, The saying is sure, whoever aspires to the office of bishop, or overseer, desires a noble task. Absolutely. That it really is an honorable task, a very noble task, a difficult task, yes, a demanding task, but it is a very notable task 
noble, worthy task. And I think this is another passage we might want to think about, and that's First Peter 5.2. As an elder himself, Peter wrote, I exhort the elders among you to tend the flock of God that is in your charge, exercising the oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly, as God would have you do it, not for sordid gain, but eagerly. Do not lord it over those in your charge, but be examples to the flock. Boy, there's so much food for thought in that passage. Amen. So much. Amen. Well, for today, we are focused on what Peter means when he says that the elders should exercise the oversight. Now, that is a translation of the verb form of our word episkopos. Well, I was wondering about that. I know you were. You little episkopos, you. (laughs) And here is the definition of the word in my Greek dictionary. Get this. Okay. To accept responsibility for the care of someone to oversee or to care for. That is very clarifying. I think that is so helpful. An elder is someone who accepts responsibility for the care of God's people. That's right. That's pretty clear. And that really puts a different spin on what it means to oversee, don't you think? Total. Well, it shows the difference in how the English language may translate oversee based on what it and the difference of what it really means yeah good to accept responsibility for the care of someone i like that definition it's 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 fuller it's bigger it's larger than just oversee well and i don't hear the word supervisor in that like overseer sometimes is more supervisory well and while we're on this let's think about this passage first peter chapter 2 and verse 25 there peter is writing about jesus And here's what he says, for you were going astray like sheep, but now you have returned to the shepherd and guardian of your souls. That word that is translated guardian is our word episkopos. Oh, there it is again. Right. In this context, translators felt the word should be translated not overseer, but guardian. Hmm. And that word adds a whole new twist to the role of an overseer as well. Overseers are guardians. They are people who have the responsibility of safeguarding something or someone. They keep things safe. And, you know, I I really appreciate, as much as I kidded you, that we have taken a look at the background and meaning of these words Mm -hmm. because I think um, it really is important to what the role is really all about. Yes. Rather than what we think with an English word, we go back to the Greek word and really figure it out. But maybe it's time for us to take a little bit of a different view and look at some of the practical applications that we can pull out from the meaning of these words in these texts that we've looked at. So let's talk about how we might apply these scriptures to the role of an overseer as we were asked um, a few weeks ago by Good idea. Well, an overseer, as you said, does have an awesome responsibility. Mm-hmm. Their job is to supervise, to oversee, to be responsible for the care of God's people, God's church. They have the ultimate oversight of God's church. Can we say that one day they will give account for the health and growth of the people of God in their charge? I think that's a logical assumption yeah. from that. In fact, it sounds also like Hebrews thirteen seventeen, don't you think? Sure. Obey your leaders and submit to them for their keeping. Watch over your souls and will give an account. Mm-hmm. I think that's that 
goes right in with that thought. And again, I, I believe we should say that being an overseer, overseer does not mean that they make all the decisions or that they do all of the teaching and shepherding and leading, but it does mean that they are responsible that those things are done. Right. And here's another area where we can clearly see overlap in their roles. Yes. I mean, their role as shepherds is to teach. This does not mean that they must do all the teaching, but it does mean that they oversee what is taught. So in a very real sense, they are to exercise oversight of the staff and those who teach and preach. Right, and I believe we've talked about that in a recent podcast. We did. And if you don't mind, uh, just here, let me share an experience that may illustrate what we are saying about the overseers being responsible for the care of God's people. Okay. I remember an elders meeting that I once was a part of. I was one of the elders at the time, and in the meeting that I am thinking about, one of the elders expressed a concern that he had about their preacher. Uh, He was concerned about some of the things that their preacher was saying in the pulpit, and well, in so many words, he stated his opinion that their preacher seemed to be trashing the church at many opportunities, speaking negatively about the church in just about every Sunday morning sermon, uh, that he always seemed to say something that put the church in a negative light. And this elder wondered if any of the other elders felt this concern, the concern that he had. And in that meeting, I remember that one of the elders spoke up and said that if this elder, who had voiced his concern, had a concern about what the preacher was stating, He should go to the preacher first and speak with him about his concerns before he brought this to the elders' meeting. And you know, that comment essentially shut down discussion. Well, of course it did. That ended it all right there. And looking back, I wish I had spoken up in that meeting. Uh, Because if I understand the scriptures correctly, New Testament elders have the oversight in a local congregation. That surely includes oversight of what is taught in the pulpit. That surely includes oversight of the preacher and the ministry staff. It seems to me that what the preacher says in the pulpit is certainly a legitimate conversation for the overseers of that church to have, for the buck stops with them. They are responsible for the care of the church. Well, and besides that, in their role of shepherds, it seems to me that they would have an interest in what is taught. Their responsibility is also to feed the church. And as we said in our last podcast, that doesn't mean they must do all of the teaching, but they're surely responsible for what's taught because one of their roles is to ensure that God's people in their charge are fed. So surely on the basis of that alone, elders they would have a legitimate right to discuss what their preacher might be proclaiming from the pulpit. Well, I agree. Yeah, I I think that's a helpful illustration that you've shared with us that is is kind of a sad one on top of that. But anyway, I I really like the picture of overseers having the responsibility of caring for God's people. I think it's comforting to know that others are watching out for us, caring for us. They have us in our heart. They're praying for us. They're watching for us. God's plan is for all of us to have those who will care for us and and for our spiritual health. His desire is not that we should be left alone to fend for ourselves, but that we should have spiritual overseers who look out for our best interests. 
You know, these are heavy responsibilities. Yes. Elder, shepherd, overseer, heavy responsibilities. This is a tough job, no doubt. Of course, godly elders depend upon the Spirit's help to give them the strength and wisdom to do their jobs. Yes. But knowing how difficult this job is, it's no wonder that many churches have a difficult time finding those who will assume these very heavy responsibilities. Yes, and and that would be another question I think worth discussing sometime, is what can churches do to interest more in becoming elders? You know, what can churches do to train and prepare uh, people to take on such a huge, weighty role? Also to talk about and how to teach churches to support godly shepherds, godly mm-hmm. overseers, um, you know, because Paul did say it was a noble task, and the church needs good and faithful elders who will lead the church and truly care for God's people, but it's not something that you just want to walk in blind to. Right. You need to be prepared and have help and supportive people. Yes. Well, you know, we've just touched the hem of the garment on this subject. We have, you little Episcopos. We just <laughs> barely touched that little Greek lexicon of yours. <laughs> well, and I'm sure, too, we've raised more questions uh, that beg to be answered. Yes. But we will have to save some of those questions, as you say, for another day. Well, and thank you for listening in today, friends. And again, if you have any specific questions that you would like us to address, you may send them to hello at EffectiveChurchLeaders.com. And if you're looking for additional support for your ministry, please check out Effective Church Leaders University. You can learn more about that resource by going to EffectiveChurchLeaders.com. Our plan is to return next week with another episode of the Effective Church Leaders Podcast. And remember, we're here to give you support and to help you as church and ministry leaders. Let us know how we may support your work. 